Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King on this Thursday, September the 12th, 2019. It is 4 p.m. in New York. That's 1 p.m. Los Angeles time. And that means it's 9 p.m. in London, 5 a.m. in Tokyo, 6 a.m. in Sydney, Australia. But wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. Um, the only unhappy thing is that Joel isn't with us yet because we haven't been able to iron out the schedule, but that will happen. Um, I can't even tell you what time of day we will be doing the show, but <laughs> once we know, you will know. We will let you know because <laughs> that's the only thing we can do at this point. Yes. The one, the one thing I do know, Alex, is I want to make sure that he's back. We just don't know when. Yes. Right? Well, as long as everyone is subscribed, they will be notified whenever we're live. So we will. Well, uh, just yeah. Yeah. Yeah but, yeah. The, but the live streamers, they need to know, right? I mean, They need to know. They need to know. You have a definite need, need to know going on there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. But uh, today is a day here in the northeastern part of the country that's covered with clouds. And we were talking about that before the program. And and while we are all people who are able to choose how we're going to respond to anything that happens in our lives, we also have tendencies to kind of, you know, be influenced by what happens around us, what, what happens with weather. And I think we both found today that the weather was kind of influencing us not in the best possible way. Yeah, so, yeah. So it leads to the topic you came up with, and it's a good topic. All right. Well, negativity, not feeling good. How do we attract it, and how do we get rid of it? And, yes. You know, it, it's a good reminder, a good thing to remind ourselves about is how do we deal with this stuff? Because mm-hmm. life happens. Isn't that Facts. Cool? Life Facts. And just keeps right on going. You know, we might say, stop the world. I want to get off. But you know what? It just keeps going anyway. It doesn't. It doesn't stop. <laughs> no. Because it's round and not flat. You can't get off. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was square? <laughs> there, oh, listen. listen, you're going to start Talk a whole new, whole new situation. <laughs> I mean, astrology would go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, but did you think about this, though? <laughs> you know, it's just, oh, team too much, team too much. <laughs> I guess I want to start off the conversation by pointing out that negativity is actually a value judgment. So we always are the ones who decide what's negative and what's positive. Mm. That's why we often talk about in terms of what do we prefer, what don't we prefer, what do we like, what we what right. don't we like, just so we can keep it as more of an objective conversation. Because there really is no, there's nothing that's ne- objectively negative from everyone's perspective. I mean, that's from a true. lot of people's perspective, but not from everybody's. That's true. That's true. We often describe those other people as crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Still, their their perspective is just as legitimate as ours. So, oh, yeah. So when we're saying negativity, what we're really saying is stuff we don't like, stuff we don't prefer. So if we don't prefer the clouds, well, we get to decide how we're going to respond to that. And it's kind of like a good reminder. Every single time that we have something like this happen, it's it's an opportunity. It's mm-hmm. an opportunity to practice. Okay, well, I can let the clouds bring me down or you know what? I could decide not to be brought down by the clouds. Of course, this morning I decided to go take a nap. But Same, same. You did the same thing? Yeah. Well, I attempted to take a nap. <laughs> well, yes. Your, situa- your perspective is a little different from mine, I have to say. Right. I mean, but the, the clouds did give me the same feeling. I was like, mm, clouds plus blackout curtains. Mm-hmm. It's still nighttime in my bedroom, which means I'm going to bed. Uh, my biological clock, though, was like, nah, you're up. 
<laughs> we're up. We're up. <laughs> now, where were the dogs standing on this? Were, were they in favor of being asleep or in favor of being up? They were in definitely in favor of being unconscious. They were ah. just not. <laughs> they were like, what? No, no. Okay. Like, Do you, anybody want to go potty? Nothing. Crickets. <laughs> Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. Well, um, I, I guess I have to remember that they have their choices too. I they mean, do. They are beings. They are creators. As a matter of fact, they definitely said negative. No, thanks. No. Nope. I was like, anybody got to go to potty? Negative. Well, at least they gave you an answer. Sometimes pets don't even answer. Like, well, who do you think you're waking up at this hour? <laughs> you know, who, you know who don't answer? Cats. Well, actually, our cats—they'll they'll answer just fine. The problem isn't with them answering. The problem is with them coming at 4 a.m. and saying, "Why aren't you up?" <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not six. Go back to bed. Lay down. Lay down. <laughs> See, my dogs can tell time, so it's totally fine. Louise had a great cat that could do that. Mm-hmm. The cat that she had um, who died about six months before Louise and I met, his name was Shadow. Mm-hmm. And he was an alarm cat. Mm-hmm. She could literally tell him what time she wanted to wake up, a different time each day, and he would wake her at that time. Sweet. I mean, I've never heard of a cat that could tell time. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, all animals have a sense of time. Yeah, but it's, it's just do they want to share it with you is the question. <laughs> but but to read clocks, that's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. My dogs know. Like like yesterday, I was like, "Why are you staring at the door?" And then I looked at the clock and realized it's it's eight p.m. It's time for mom to come home. Ah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, intent. I was like, uh, yeah, intent. I was like, what time is it? Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more than the ability to read time, though, because like when we took the trip to the Cape. Yeah. And when we came home, now, when we go away, we don't always come back at the same time. We come back and, you know, whatever the time is that we arrive. Yeah, whenever. Yeah. And that day, I think it was maybe like 5, 5.30 or something like that that mm-hmm, we got home. Mm-hmm. And Joy was just waiting for us. He was just right outside. He, he, I mean, you could just see him following the car as it came in, getting all excited and so forth. Like, yep, I've been waiting for you. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I smelt you a mile away. What right. took you so long? <laughs> I also believe that I can send messages to them mentally. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that when we're within a few miles of home, I can tell them, you know, we're, we're almost home. Yep. Yeah, we're, We'll be there in just a few minutes. And inevitably, if I do that, Harmony, who's almost always inside, as soon as we open the door, she's running out the door. She's ready for me. Yeah. You know, so she was waiting for it. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, she's sitting by the door for the last five hours. It's one of the <laughs> All you need is a nanny cam. You'll find out the answer. Yeah, a nanny cam, right. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. Which they'll probably just knock off the shelf, so. Uh, no, actually, she wouldn't. Well, it depends. If there was a if there was a video of us, she might try to get at it to look at the video of us, but other than that. Well, they wouldn't know there was a video. Well, I don't know. Can you hear? Can animals hear the nanny cam? Because I'm sure there's, like, mechanisms inside the little teddy bear thing going on. Probably. Yeah. I've never investigated. I don't know. Neither have I. Yeah. But mm-hmm. all I know is that if most of the time, if, if there's something on the television, they'll ignore it unless it's something that they're really interested in from a predatorial perspective. And then all of a sudden they perk up their ears. But other than that, they, they just ignore it. So they are capable of, you know, 
listening to devices and yeah with them. It's just most of the time they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, Jeffrey says it's a great topic. First of all, thank you once again, Jeffrey, for joining us. Jeffrey is like the most loyal fan in the world. I know. I love loyalty. I love loyalty. Everything. And he says Mm -hmm. it's a great topic, but first thing he puts out is list of appreciation. And he's right Mm -hmm. because that is, I mean, if you really want to take control of your response, you got to start there. Yeah. Appreciation, you're going to get yourself into a good feeling place, and now you can really choose whatever response you want. But what if you're just having one of those days where you just want to be mad? You just, you just, you just want to be in your feelings. Yeah. That's a choice. That's a legitimate choice. It's like, I will wake up and be like, I am cranky today. And that is my setting for the rest of the day. That's, that's it. You just have to be willing to put up with what comes along with that. I mean, we're still creating at all times. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're creating more stuff to be cranky about. So you have to be ready for that. And if you're willing to accept that, then go for it. You know, live it, live life to the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling my mom, I'm like, I'm cranky. And Walt told me to. <laughs> No, I didn't tell you. You're to. getting a phone call. <laughs> I told you, you you were able to. I didn't tell you you should. Same thing. It's not. That's not how I heard it. <laughs> From the tape back. That's not how I heard it. <laughs> Listeners who would like to argue with us can send emails, too. <laughs> <laughs> or do you like Jeffrey and argue with us in the comments? Well, he doesn't argue. He just he, he just points out what's really going on. He says, "I love that you're giving each other the opportunities to feel better." That's true. We are cheering each other up. Which we is, are. It's just what we do with our daily dose of happy. That's that's well, why we're that's here. That's how you get happy. Of Hello. Course. <laughs> From four to five every day. There it is. <laughs> Except for Saturday and Sunday because we need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't do any napping on the weekend. It's only when I'm in the middle of the week that I, I – and I rarely actually take a nap. I don't do that very often because yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't do naps well. Mm. Especially – I mean, this morning you was – you feel like they're a tease? No, it's not so much that they're a tease. It's that they exhaust me. Mm. Most often I, – I almost never take a nap in the morning. It was really yeah. unusual for me to go right back to bed after getting up. That was yeah. very, very unusual. Most mm-hmm. often – and it's not that common – uh, when I do find myself needing a nap, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon and I've just run mm-hmm. out of energy. Um, and when I do that, when I wake up, I don't care if it's five minutes later or two hours later, I'm, I'm worthless for the rest of the day. I just, <laughs> the batteries are not recharged. <laughs> yeah. I'm an angry napper. So angry. like, yeah. So appar- apparently I just realized this about myself. Apparently when, uh, my phone rings or something, cause I never turn, I never turn it off for, for anxiety reasons. And so if my phone rings and I look at it and I'm like, well, I don't even look at it now because everybody's got their own ringtone. So I know who's calling me and I'm just like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sleeping. (laughs) But then I'm like, maybe I should answer because I don't know what this person wants. And then I'm like, so now I'm thinking if I sit here and think about what did this person want, especially if they didn't leave a voicemail, then it's just going to interrupt my nap anyway. So I might as well answer. And then I end up answering. I ran into something today. I stumbled upon it, and it's very cool for anybody who is frustrated by robocallers. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. But go it's ahead. called it's it's a new service called NomoRobo.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one? Yep, I do. Very impressive. I was reading yes. about what they do and so forth. It's cheap as it can be, mm-hmm. and 
you hook up to their service, and basically what they're doing is they're using crowd data to block robocallers. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I don't know what took everybody else so long to figure out doing that, but right? somebody did it. Yeah. You know? So you want, if, if you just want to stop the robocallers in their tracks, sign up for the service. If you have a landline, it's free. The only thing they charge for is mobile phones, which makes sense because that's what everybody has these days. Yeah, yeah. But even with the, the mobile phone, it's a buck fifty a month. I mean, we're, we're, we're not even talking the cost of a cup of coffee here. I mean, really? <laughs> you know, so it, it's a bargain. And if, if you're inundated with robocalls, you can stop them in their tracks now. How cool. In fact, you know how I found it? Cause I did mm. get a robocall. I got it on my business line and I wanted to see if it really was a robocall. I'll often do a little look on Google to see has anybody else gotten reported it? Yeah. My number and ended up on the Noma Robo. Uh, website. Mm-hmm. And yes, they had deduct, they had detected the same number today, two minutes before I had gotten the call. Wow. I mean, really quick. So that's crazy. I, mean, I, I'm, I have to conclude they would have blocked it. Right. If I was a member of the service. I thought, damn, yeah. that's really good. Yeah. That's now, really, is, really good. Is this the same service that, um, no, I don't think it is the same service, but there is a service that you can sign up for that actually robocalls the robocallers. No, no, no. This one doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that that's for revenge people. Yes. <laughs> let's let's go after the robocallers and make their lives miserable. Yes. <laughs> and and I have to admit, I've played that game occasionally. Although the way <laughs> I play, I play the game a little, a little differently from that. Mm-hmm. The, if I, it depends on whether I'm in the mood to play the game. But if right. I'm in that mood, if I'm in that place where I feel like just messing with their heads a little bit, yeah. I'll accept the robocall. Yeah. And I'll and get, let's just just let, go with it. Let them do their spiel, and then they'll mess. I'll mess with their heads while they're doing it. Right. You know. So if uh, I don't know if they're calling me about uh, getting my website placed ranked number one on Google, I'll tell them, well, my website's everywhere number one on Google. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> In fact, my website is ranked ahead of your website. <laughs> oh. <laughs> play with them. <laughs> I just let them sit there and think they're, they're getting this deal all the way up until they're like, okay, now what's your credit card number? Okay, it's five, seven, click. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeded immediately by block. <laughs> right, exactly. Block and report. <laughs> and report, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's if you're in a really nasty way. You just got to be ready for the fact that when you do that, something else is going to be sent your way by the universe because of that place you're in. Yeah. 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 We really don't get away with anything. We don't. We don't. <laughs> that's, um, that's just part of being a conscious creator is recognizing that fact. Yeah. That's <laughs> so my first answer to the question, how do we attract it? Well, we attract it just the way we talked about yeah, just by being negative, being in a non-preferable space. Non-preferable and and preferring to be in a non-preferable state. Preferring to be in a non-preferable space, yes. Yeah. And then going through uh, the actions of demonstrating to the the um, object of our negative attention just how mm-hmm. negatively we are responding to them so that we can mm-hmm. get more negative stuff coming to us. Mm-hmm. So it's that's like how we do the, it. Um, what was I going to use it as an example? Mm. That person who left a comment the other day. Which comment? The comment about my hair. Oh, yes. 
That's right. <laughs> See this, and I take those type of negative things, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna allow it. Mm, Two point five minutes, and that's it. And then, then your moment's over. Your your <laughs> your People moment. People are wondering is- what it's all about. Somebody had left a comment after one of the episodes on YouTube, uh, claiming that. She was uh, that Alex is immature or something for having purple hair on the port on the, the ha- having having purple hair purple hair on an adult is inappropriate. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you get- I've never gotten a negative comment about my hair since I've been <laughs> on this podcast. So I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was another person who was in a space that. Negative space. Just wanted to go out there and start a little bit of a fight. Yep. You know, and you can actually take it to the bank. She got something else coming her way, probably both before and after. Mm-hmm. She did mm-hmm. that, you know, because yeah. energy entrains unto itself. Sure does. Sure does. <laughs> so. I mean, she's lucky that I had a lot of patience that day because if I was not in the mood, I would have found her. And I'm very petty. I can be petty. <laughs> it would have been a problem. <laughs> you like attracting stuff to you, don't you? <laughs> I, well, I'm attracting it anyway. I might as well have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm not saying any physical harm would have come to her, but, you know, I can be petty and dramatic. I'm just saying. Well, okay, we, we're doing dramatic theater, so I guess that makes sense that you would be dramatic, <laughs> right? Yes. So, the other, that's fine. Yes, yes, that's true. What it's done for me, though, is the, the recognition of, of how we attract all this stuff. Yes, I make a joke about it. Yes, I say, mm-hmm. oh, I can't get away with anything anymore. Mm-hmm. But I actually like the fact that I now understand that because it has given me, I guess you'd say, the confidence and the uh, perspective to understand that even this stuff that I don't like is going to keep coming to me if I focus on it. So, okay, I'm kind of empowering myself to say, you know what? I don't really care about that. Yeah, yeah. And and that's a great thing for me because, I mean, I used to get stuck on that kind of stuff. Yeah. You, well, you when think- you dwell, that, that's just making it worse. Oh, absolutely. Because now you're you're talking about it, so the universe is about to be about it. So absolutely, yeah. It's causing problems. It really does. And you wouldn't know it from the time that you and I have been doing the show together, but I can be really, really bulldogish about that kind of thing. <laughs> I used to be bulldogish all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've, I'd like to think that I have kind of weaned myself off of that. And to, I think to a large extent that I have, but boy, there was a time where somebody would get on my wrong side about something and I couldn't let go of it all day and probably next week. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Once I learned and once I realized that all I was doing was bringing more stuff on myself. Yeah. Then it, that that's how I empowered myself to let go. I mean, you said, how do we get rid of it? That's how I did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I finally realized I was just bringing more of it to myself. And so that was enough incentive to say, okay, I'm done. I, I won't do that anymore. And sometimes I do, but I do it for less time. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll shorten up the, the time frame. Yeah. And I don't get as passionate about it anymore. Right. Because that's the other thing. When you aren't when you, when you aren't motivated to really go after it like that anymore, the passion goes away. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, the more you emphasize, the worse you can make it. The more passion you get about it. Yeah. yeah. But the more that you cut yourself some slack and say, you know what, it's really not worth it, the less interesting it becomes and, and the less often it happens. 
Facts. Facts. I mean, I don't get that anymore. I used to get that kind of thing routinely, many, many times in a day. Now, maybe once a week, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it actually does pay off. So yeah. how do we attract it? How do we get rid of it? We attract it by focusing on it, even though we don't really like it. And how do we get rid of it? By no longer focusing on it. Yeah. You just got to cut it out of your life and keep it moving. It's like the old dad joke. Doctor, doctor, it hurts whenever I raise my arm like this. And the doctor says, well, don't raise your arm like this. <laughs> oh, God. I always tried to find that doctor because I figured that was a smart doctor, you know. That was a smart doctor, yes, <laughs> yes. But somehow I can't seem to find that one. But I know he's out there somewhere because he had a joke made about him. Well, it was probably too many people eating apples, and now we can't find him. Uh, Jeffrey, of course, is is um, posting up a storm here. I gotta I gotta read some of this stuff. He All says, right, scroll back and then fill me in. What's happening? Okay, <laughs> so he says cranky, being a social bored, call a friend, gloomy, let someone like a pet lift you up. Also, what, you haven't won free trips and, and hotel stays? Ooh, I could read their judgments and reverse psychology for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, well, yes, I could use a free hotel stay. <laughs> I did that one time. Yeah. I was like, I in Hawaii? <gasps> I only have to pay for my flight? Yeah, that's right. Shut up. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> One of them was one where you had to go to a meeting. You had to go to a you know, some sort of presentation. Yeah. We actually went to one. Yeah. We went to one of those presentations, and it was the most amateurish presentation I've ever seen. It always life. is. It's it by these really 19-year-old bad. kids. They needed a job, and they need the commission, so you oh, better buy this hotel share. <laughs> and the, uh, the funny thing is you, you go in the door, and you can tell you know, the room has been rented for the day, and it wasn't yeah. Recently, you know, uh, yeah, and and but the kids are trying to be, you know, on their their super positive side. Oh, they're so welcoming and so glad you came. And then you they, you get the presentation and they get to the closing statement. You say you're not interested, and bam, you're out that door fast. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible how quick it happens. <laughs> I was like, but we could no, no, no. My friend actually found a way for us to use our service dogs to get out of there faster. So, so apparently we're supposed to, we go in, we listen to about five minutes of it, and then, and then we're like, no, we're not interested. Oh, you know what? Uh, my cyber dog's not feeling well. I, ha- I really have to go. So I, <laughs> the service dog excuse. I the like service that. dog excuse. Because <laughs> when you say the service dog says, I'm not feeling well, they're like, what? But it's. It's a whole thing. You don't get it. So it's just, it's just the service dog isn't feeling well. You know, I, I don't want to make a mess in here. We, we'll, we got to go. <laughs> Which, of course, is a relative thing because the place was a mess anyway. But I mean. <laughs> really be able to tell the difference. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's like, why aren't we having this meeting at your hotel that you're trying to sell me to? Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I always wondered, where's the money coming from to pay for all this? Of course, I knew the answer. But where's the money coming from to pay for this long, expensive trip if you can't rent a nicer room? Right. Well, they got to cut back where they can. <laughs> the other thing I wondered is, who falls for that? I, I, actually, I, my I, sister did. My did sister she really? Did. Yeah, yeah. So she was actually in that room, got the presentation, and signed up for it? Her and her husband have a timeshare in Florida that has never been used. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
How much does they it were, cost them? I, a lot of money. It's ridiculous. Oh, my god. I'm like, why aren't we using it? Like, hello. <laughs> Have they used it? Probably once, maybe, I think. But it's been a good – now they're divorced now, so it's like <laughs> – So it was the $20,000 over, overnight stay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that makes uh, sense. I know. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> yeah, right. Good investment there, guys. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. So there are people who actually fall for that. Wow. Well, oh, yeah. There, there must That's, be, otherwise they wouldn't keep going. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. there's got to be somebody who falls for it. Mm-hmm. But. And, well, it, it raises an interesting question. Mm-hmm. What were those people, like your sister, what were they focusing on that made them, first of all, attract it, and second of all, decide to keep going with it? I mean, the questions you raised were, how do we attract it and how do we get rid of it? But the question I raised is, why do we go after it in the first place? Mm. Well, that's kind of part of the part of the first question. But, yeah, why are we going after it in the first place? I think it just sounded so good. At the time. And her husband was like, oh, we can afford this. Yeah, but when are you going to use it? Mm-hmm. When do you have the time? Mm-hmm. When do you have When do you have the extra money to do the other things besides not pay for the hotel? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you still got to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You still got to do activities. Because I, I believe it was like a Disney, sh- one of those Disney shares, actually. Really? And okay. We, and, we, and we have not been to Disney since, like, we were kids. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But every yeah. year we're like, yeah, we're going to Disney this year. Everybody save up your money. Never happens. Never happens. Well, my brother lives near Disney, and he hasn't even gone there. So. Well, that's that's a proximity uh, issue. You know, it's like it's like when you have a pool in your backyard, you never use it. Your friends are your friends are like, can we come over and use your pool? That's actually one of the issues when our gardeners from the gardening service go to work at somebody's house because the company rule that we set is you can't go use their swimming pool even if they offer it because we don't want to deal with liability issues. And right. So. Mm-hmm. But it's a real temptation because the water's right there. It's a hot oh, day. Oh, yeah, um, man. They've been, they've been sweating in the gardens, and there's that nice cool water over there. It, it's uh, unfair tease, really. It really is. Like, if you could just yeah. dip your feet in. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys you guys are mean bosses. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when you're in charge of the company and it's a small company, you yeah. think about liability issues. That's why I never wanted to own my own salon, just just by liability alone. I was like, no. It's big. No. It's a big it's, deal. It's a lot. It's a lot. When you have all yeah. these other people under you in charge of not burning people, not not cutting ears off, you know, it's, right. it's a lot. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not responsible enough for that, for all that. So I was like, nope. And we have a perfect track record in that sense. Mm-hmm. Had, I think we've had like two or three injuries all the time that we've been doing the business and were any of them actually work-related? One of them was. Mm-hmm. One was, was work-related. Mm-hmm. Um, the customer's uh, heat pump unit outside the house gave mm-hmm. an electric shock to our workers. Ooh. Yeah. 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 But even then, it didn't. Uh, we didn't have to outlay any money for hospitalization or something like that. It, was, it wasn't okay. that kind of situation. Um, but as a result, we have an extremely good safety record. Right a record that most companies can't match. But because we are uh, grouped in with landscapers who, you know, wield uh, all kinds of uh, power equipment with uh, very low skill levels. Oh, I mean, boy. Literally, um, 
Angela and I, Angela is one of our people. She's now working as a sales rep for us, but she's been in the gardens for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. uh, she and I went to uh, do a consult with a customer nearby. Mm -hmm. And while we were there, a landscaping crew came in to do some landscaping work there. Oh, boy. And one of the guys had a weed whacker and literally used it to cut through the irrigation pipe in the lawn. Oh, my Lanta. And that happens a lot. Landscapers, landscapers are well known for hiring people at really low wages with yep. no skills and handing yep. them power tools. Mm -hmm. And then they get themselves in trouble. Well, we're grouped in with them. So even though we have a tremendous track record of yeah. safety, if it, we can't afford to buy the liability insurance because the uh. liability insurance. It, it's based on the way they, they quote general liability insurance is based on how much you're paying your employees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we have a fair number of employees compared to some of the, the small landscaping outfits in the area. Uh -huh. so at our um, payroll level, we would have to pay premiums of between five and $10,000 a year for liability. Ooh, insurance. Goodness. I mean, it, you can't justify it unless no. it's sloppy with equipment like these guys are. We don't right. even need our equipment. I think right. the only, the only time we ever use a power tool of any kind is an electric hedge trimmer. I mean, right. that's it. The rest of it's all hand tools. You know, wow. so that's crazy. Uh, unless somebody goes crazy with a hedge trimmer, you know, it's just, <laughs> you're not going to have I mean, that's just them being cranky that day. I don't know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is this is how we try to put out there. We're going to stay in a safe, positive range and we get mm -hmm. positive results. Yep. Um, Whereas the landscapers out there, they'll, they'll they'll just throw caution to the wind, and then they'll let the insurance company pay for it. Ultimately, <laughs> is getting us to pay for it for paying the liability insurance. So we actually mm -hmm. had liability insurance; we dropped it. That makes sense to me. Because because it just wasn't worth it. If you haven't had an incident in under over a hundred days, that works for me. A hundred days? How about nineteen years? Yeah. See, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's it's a waste of insurance. It is. It's crazy. And, and we actually had one client in all that time. We mm -hmm. still have them so far anyway. We'll see what happens. One client who asked us to show them the certificate of insurance on liability insurance. And, and at the time that they came in as a client, we did have that certificate. So we gave right. it. But last year we canceled it. And right. we told them, look, we canceled the insurance. And they were all disappointed about it because their community association required bringing people in who had insurance. We said, you know, if that means we lose the account, we lose the account. But frankly, yeah. we make about a thousand dollars a year off you guys. The insurance costs us five to ten thousand dollars. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's it it doesn't work. And when we said that to the client, you know what she said? What? Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like you don't realize what you're asking people to do. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So they have a choice now. They get to decide whether they will stick with a company that doesn't have general liability insurance but does have a great track record, mm -hmm. or will they go back to a landscaper that charges them less? But And is probably going to lose a finger on the job. Quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> or at least landscape irrigation cut pipe, one or the other. Something. Um, yeah. So you have a choice. And that, I think, really comes back to the topic. It does. How do we track it? How do we get rid of it? And... Why, why are we even focusing on on the first place? Well, we're focusing mm -hmm. on in the first place because, you know, we, in the hypothetical, are a landscaping company that doesn't give a crap. Yeah. <laughs> Which leads to how do we track it? Well, because we're a landscaping company that doesn't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> how often do we as human beings do that? I mean, mm. this is, we're describing a business situation, yeah. but that kind of thing also happens personally. Mm -hmm. 
every element of our lives has something like that going on. Yep. But yep. we're focusing on our attention and, and even adopting attitudes and adopting patterns of speech and stories that we're telling and so forth that are all about things that we don't like and don't yes. want and don't yes. prefer. Mm-hmm. And we do it every single day and we don't notice it. No, we don't. I got to catch myself sometimes. It's, it's a like, good oh, thing oh, to do. Mm, mm. You don't want to do that, Alex. Don't go there. Don't want to do don't that. Go there. Yeah. 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 And then it's remembering what you do, what you can do instead. That's the other issue I have. Mm-hmm. I j- I'm just like, but but now what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why the teachings of Abraham are so useful because mm-hmm. they teach pivoting. Pivot your attention Pivot. away from Pivot. what you don't like to what you don't, what you do like. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's a conscious thing to do. It takes awareness. It takes a little bit of self-discipline mm-hmm. and it takes, I find that it really is helpful to have a kind of a pre-existing worked out list of options. Yes. Like you get into that place where you're not feeling good, have your list of options handy because you know, eight times out of 10, maybe you can't remember what's on the list. So you look at the list. I just automatically default to twerking in the kitchen. Okay, well, yep. if that works for you. <laughs> that's where my Alexa is, so that's where my songs are. <laughs> okay. Well. Or we, sometimes in the shower, I have a shower shuffle, and a I shower have, shuffle. Yeah, that's what I call my playlist that I like to dance in the shower, uh-huh. and, and and sometimes I like to sing in the shower. So there's a mixture of it's two, you know, ballads and and bomb beats. So, and you, then, so you're using music, music and yeah, dance yeah. as a way to to shift your attention away from what you don't like. That's good. Yep. That's yep. a good plan. But then I also have certain playlists that cater to my negative attitude, though. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people can claim that. Like, you know, if I if I happen to get ghosted, then I have the the breakup album, I think I called it. The breakup album. Okay. The breakup album. <laughs> and I just sit there and listen. I'm not saying they're sad songs. They're more like women empowerment, like you don't need him type of songs. Ah. So, okay. you know, yeah. So kind of like a way to remind yourself that you're in control. I am my own soulmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, more than that, you're also in control of your response to that breakup or to anything else that happens that you don't really like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. That's good. That, see, you do have your alternative list. It, it may be a short yeah. list, yeah. but you got at least two or three things on that list. You, you only need at least one. Yeah. You know, I, I like to have multiples just because I like to kind of, you know, vary it a bit. You know, I don't, I don't like to go to the same option every single time. I'm trying to think if I do anything else. Well, I do, obviously, TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling cranky. I'm gonna go watch my stories. Uh, back. <laughs> are they still like, called that? That's what they used to call soap operas. Yeah, no, that's just that's just what I call them because I feel like being an old lady who's curled up in her little blanket <laughs> with sipping her soup, watching her stories. <laughs> my little babushka watching my stories, you know. So <laughs> that's just what I call it. My friends laugh at me and they're like, "Really, your stories? I don't think catfish is a story." I was like, "But isn't it though?" But it should be. It, thank you. It should be. P.S. They have a spinoff and it's called Ghosted, and I was like. Ah. I feel like they're talking to me. I feel like I need to sign up for this show, but then on the second hand, I'm like, I don't want all my business out there, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> that, that, that's really good targeting, though. It is. It is very effective. Yeah. 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 See, we could learn a two, thing or two about targeting just by watching that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. True. 
Jeffrey's also, as usual, he's posting a storm up here. But <laughs> sometimes you have to face it and let it go. Facts. I just did that today. Tell us. I told my friend the other day, I said, listen, I'm having a problem with one of, one of my friends. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out what he brings to the table in our relationship. Mm. Other than the fact that he's been here for 25 years. But that's me and my loyalty to a fault issues. That mm. has nothing to do with the fact that he's bringing anything to the table. So I sat there and I thought about it and I couldn't come up with it. So I called him and I said, listen, I'm sitting here because we had gotten in a, into a fight the day before. So I, I, I hung up on him. And sometimes he needs to be grounded because he doesn't learn his lessons. So I, uh-huh. I put him on radio silence for like two days. Mm. Then, so I called him and I was, he's like, hey, gorgeous, what's up? And I said, I'm sitting here trying to figure out what you bring to the table in this relationship. He was like, what? <laughs> I said, yeah. He was like, well, if you've been friends with me for 25 years and can't take a joke. I said, no, 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 no. No, we're not putting this on me. No. You made an inappropriate comment at an inappropriate time and you need to take responsibility for it. The fact that you haven't yet because he hadn't apologized in this in this amount of time. And he's so and long story short, he says, Well, I have to take time to think about what I bring to the table in this relationship. And I haven't heard from him in like four days. So Apparently it's a stumper. Because <laughs> I was I sat there and realized I was like, literally, he's only been my friend because I mean he you know, generally he's a good person, but um He's, he's negative most of the time. And it's like, and he's, he's, he puts me down a lot. And usually it's joking wise, but at the same time, like a lot of the time he doesn't know his timing. And I'm like, no, bro, no, no. So I'm tired of it. And I'm like, other than the fact that I've been friends with him for 25 years, like literally, what is the point? And I'm like, I couldn't find one. So I was like, let me get my scissors out. And it, reminds, over. it reminds me of Rosie O'Donnell when she was younger and played in a league of their own. Yeah. Love right. that movie. Yeah. Um, now, of course, in real life, she's gay, but in, in, in the movie, she plays it, uh, a ball player and she has a boyfriend at home. Yeah. And she asked about her boyfriend at home, and, he sa- and she says, well, um, he he, uh, he abuses me verbally and treats me bad. And she thinks about it for a minute, and then she takes his photo out, rips it up, and throws it out the bus window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it went down. <laughs> Actually, I want to tell a, another story. This is actually drawn from the annals of Gardens by Louise Gardening Service. Okay. Um, we have a customer who we just did some work on the property earlier in the week. Uh-huh. And this is somebody who we did work last year. And when we get there, he, he doesn't actually maintain his gardens throughout the year. So we come toward the mm-hmm. end of the season, like we did now, to just do this massive rescue and cleanup, which isn't really terribly fun. It's a waste of money. It kind of is. It really yeah. is. I mean, you're not getting the benefit of the garden throughout the year, but you're paying a large bill for it. You know, right. Kind of like it's kind of like time sharing. Yes. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, we went and did the work, and I didn't even know what was going on there until mm-hmm. one of our people gave me a little clue that all wasn't right in paradise. Oh. And I did, and I did a little research, and um, now we had just brought on. Uh, one employee for the first time, she had just joined us and two days into it, she quit. And she, this, it was a bit of a surprise because we thought she was going to do pretty well. She, she was really yeah. enthusiastic and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, we did make one mistake. When we bring somebody in, our usual policy is to only let them work for maybe two or three hours maximum, usually two hours for the first week each day. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it, if you just go in and try to do six hours, it'll knock you on your butt. It's right. just much. I don't care what kind of condition you're in. You, you have to kind of uh, slowly roll up to this. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll yeah. knock you And we didn't do that. So mm-hmm. that, that was, uh, you know, a bad one on us. Mm-hmm. But I also found out that this guy has a bit of a reputation among the staff. Oh, Lord. And did you have a Harvey Weinstein on your hands? No, it wasn't that. No. Okay. Okay. No, it was, it wasn't anything illegal. Oh, okay. It's just, he wasn't a really good customer to work for. Nobody liked him. Uh huh. And when I dug deeper, I found out, well, first of all, there were two of our employees who worked on the property last year, who asked us, please don't send us back there this year. Ooh. So we didn't. There was a third one, the one we hired, who yeah. two days into it. Wow. There were two others who ended up working through um, and finishing the job. And I talked to them and learned. One of them told me, she told me point blank out, point, you know, point blank right out, out front to me, he's crazy. Oh, wow. I said, well, what do you mean? And she yeah. said, I mean, he's just crazy. And she started laying out all these things. I said, wow, he really is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Really eccentric, highly eccentric stuff. Yeah. um, With, with, with a kind of a negative tang to it. It just didn't Mm. not sound good. Yeah, because there is good eccentric and then bad eccentric. No, this was, this was unpleasant. This is just, Mm. I really don't want to be a part of that kind of eccentric. Yeah. Uh And the other one, who's our guy, um, and one of the most level-headed and easy to get along with guys you will ever beat, and a hard worker. He's a great, great guy. We're glad to have him on the team. Mm-hmm. I learned through the grapevine. He didn't tell me this. I learned from the grapevine. He was about ready to pop the customer in the mouth. Ooh, wow. Yeah. When I mean, the quiet ones get upset, it's, it's, no, it's time. No, there's something going on. Yeah. Uh, I had gone over there. Now, before I learned all this, I had gone over there to deliver some supplies or something, and I ended up in a quick conversation with the guy. And the guy, everything that came out of his mouth was negative. Mm-hmm. Was one thing, and it was always about vendors who let him down. Mm-hmm. He calls the electrician, the electrician never shows up. He calls the plumber, the plumber never shows up. I mean, it was just this long litany of how bad other service providers are. And, oh, by the way, he was hinting that we were the same way. Oh. But he didn't actually say that. But he was hinting mm. at it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't have enough info, so I kind of read him. And I said, he's just, he's just pulling the wool over my eyes. So I literally waved my hand and said, oh, yeah, right. And I turned to walk away, and he instantly said, I'm just yanking your chain. Weirdo. So I, <laughs> I went back, finished the conversation, went home, and then learned this stuff. Yeah. I said, okay, well, I, I investigated further, got the whole picture, and I said, okay, I know what's going on. I understand. It's crazy, but I understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Went over to collect the check from him because he owed us a nice, sizable check. Uh-huh. And so I said, uh, called him up and said, I want to come over and pick up the check. He says, yep, come on over. Great. I get over to his house, knock on the door. I get a big smile and a welcome handshake and so forth. So glad to see you. Like, great. Okay. Well, here are the invoices. Oh, yeah. Great. He writes the check out for me. He hands me the check. I put it in my pocket. Um, now, we'd actually messed up on two things. Um, we have actually two hourly rates. One's for new customers and one's for our existing customers because they came in under an earlier hourly rate, and we've kept that. We, we don't believe in just jacking yeah. them up. You know, we think, right. okay, they, they came at that rate. We'll keep them at that rate. And he was in that category. Mm-hmm. When when we, we, we do estimates, we do written estimates, but most often, like, ah, 95% of the time, it's for a new customer. Right. You know? So our estimation program is built with the new hourly rate built in. Okay. 
and we had to do an estimate for him, and Louise forgot that it was built in with the higher rate. So oh. it got calculated at the higher rate. Mm-hmm. And I even heard through the grapevine that he had complained about that. And his mm-hmm. complaint was he was paying more and getting less work done. Oh, come on, sir. And the, the person who told me that he was crazy, his complaint about her was that she was one of the ones who was dragging her, her feet and moving in slow motion. He even <laughs> demonstrated it for me. Oh, my God. Stop. And I knew it wasn't true. Yeah, obviously. All these people are really hard workers. I've had, we have had so much positive feedback about these people that you you, you hear something like that and you just instantly dismiss it because you know it's true. You know it's not true. He's trying to get a discount. That's all. That's, yeah, pretty much that's what it is. Mm -hmm. But more than that, it was actually, he had, he had built up a perception in his own mind that wasn't Mm -hmm. true, but -hmm. he had created in his own mind. He was literally consciously or actually unconsciously creating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, collect the check from him, and I apologize for the fact that we got the estimate wrong. I told him, no, we're not charging you at the 60. We charged you at the 50. You know, We're charging mm-hmm. you at the rate that you would originally come in. And uh, so he, he says, oh, well, I was never upset about that. I said, okay, I'll just let that one slide. <laughs> what is happening? Selective memory. Selective okay, memory. all right. Because he and I had a good rapport going there. He didn't want to interrupt that good rapport. You know? Right, right. So I apologize for that. And there was also something where we said we were, one day we were going to send three people. We could only send two. and We didn't call them to tell them, sorry, we can only send two today. So I apologize for not t- calling them and letting them know that we didn't send that third person. It was for a good reason, but we should have let them know that we were only going to send two that day because we promised three. All right. Because, well, you know, that's good customer service. You, that's how you. Yeah, you it is. So that's, I'm just saying I personally wouldn't care as long as it's getting done. I don't care how people, many people are there. Most people don't. But yeah. I knew it would be important to him so right, you know, that's right. I think well it's not a big uh, on us kind of thing but yeah you know, we, we want to try to keep people happy where we can right so anyway I, I said those two things and I said but there's one other thing I got to tell you oh boy I said you got to change your behavior pattern mm, tell them and he gave me this look and I said I started explaining remember the girl who was here for those two days and that she didn't show up after that he says yeah I said, she quit. She quit because of you. Mm. Oh, my God. And there were two other pl- employees who worked on the property last year. Yeah. They refused to work here. <gasps> oh, my God. And he's starting to having this, this, this freak out. Oh, please. And then the last two who were here the last few days, they're asking us not to come back here anymore. There is no employee working for our company who's willing to work for you anymore. Right. Practically having a fit. <laughs> in fact, at one point he said to me, you can, you can go back and tell them that you made me cry like a baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but all I'm, the reason I'm telling all of this story is to make a point because the point was I said to him after, and I hit him really hard. I hit him mm-hmm. right between the eyes of this stuff. I've laid out a whole bunch of stuff and, and yeah. just really hit him with it. And I acknowledged that I hit him pretty hard. And I said, I'd be willing to bet no one's ever told you this before. Mm. Without even batting an eye, he says, nope, no one has ever said this to me before. I said, this is why you can't keep anybody. This is why you're having so much trouble with with service people. This is why right. nobody will come back. This is why people aren't honoring their commitments with you. It's because of the way you're treating them. Yeah. I mean, literally, one of the things he would do is he would you know, watch over the shoulder of the person doing the work and kibitz with them and give them – you know, what, what, what happens if you do this? And uh, he was micromanaging. Oh, I hate people like that. I yeah. hate people like and, that. And I said to him, you can't do that. Yeah. 
You can't do that. Like you hired you us. Know. Yeah. You tell us what to do and you get out of the way. Right. You go right. back in the house. That's where you, your role is to be in the house. Our role is to be in the garden. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it, the message got through. Well, that's but it, good. But it really just reinforced for me, people who get into these habitual negative patterns, because that's what he was in, don't realize it. Mm-hmm. They don't. And very often, unless somebody says something to them, they don't know it's happening. Literally, his re- reaction to me while he was like melting down over this was, I thought we were all having such a really great time. Wow. The perception was so completely different. Read the room, dude. He didn't know how to. Yeah. Yeah. And and he said it himself. I've lived alone for 35 years. I don't know how to interact with other people. He said it himself. I mean, dude, there's a reason you lived alone for 35 years. I wasn't going to go there. (laughs) That's none of my business. You know, my business is my business. So that's what I was saying. Right. Right. But yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. But it, it just really, it's a, it's a great graphic illustration of what happens when you keep focusing on what you don't like over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And not pay attention to the signals, like you said. There were signals all along. Yeah. You just ignore the signals. Yeah, exactly. It really just illustrates it beautifully. So why do we have so much ne- negativity? That's one of the big reasons. Yeah. Right there. We keep insisting on focusing on the stuff that we don't like. And mm-hmm. find ways to convince ourselves that it's actually stuff we like. <laughs> yeah. It's like I was telling my friend the other and, and I was telling my mother this morning. I was like, they, she was, we were talking about how many red flags my father had and mm-hmm. she didn't realize. And I was like, yeah, mom, you're colorblind. You saw pink. It, it's you okay. saw pink. <laughs> you saw pink flags. You're like, I can fix it. It'll be fine. He'll oh, straighten yeah. himself out. And, oh, yeah. and there were red flags all along. <laughs> well, there are a lot of people who go into personal relationships where they mm-hmm. do go into it with the idea, well, I can fix this person. Yes, yes. That's unfortunately that's my mother. She's a she's a fixer upper, whether it's, it's a, a house or a husband. It's she's a fixer upper. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do that. A lot of people mm-hmm. believe that. Mm-hmm. And I mean that we could go into the psychology of it, but ultimately what it comes down to is they're putting fixing the relationship ahead of the relationship. Yeah. They're like, I can't find my perfect mate, so I'm going to make mine. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's not that's not how it should be. Well, it doesn't even work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. At least with a house, you can fix it up and it actually comes out nice. Hopefully. <laughs> well, if you have any skill at all. If you have enough money and you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or even if you don't have enough money and do know what you're doing a lot, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. But the point is, it's possible to come out with a nice result. Right, right. There is absolutely no way to come up with a nice result when you're doing it with a human. No, no. It can't be done. No, because the house isn't resisting. That's the, that's that's the right. difference. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> the house isn't doing a whole lot of deliberate creating either. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yet people will just keep focusing on that stuff. So, yeah. Anyway. I, I, I hope I didn't bore everybody with that story, but I thought it was just, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it just really illustrates it really nicely. Yeah, it just showed, you know, a different person's perception of their personality. Or, and of their circumstances. Yeah, yeah. And what's going on in their lives. I mean, literally, they, he had a completely different perception from what everybody else had. And you never know, that could be one of our listeners. Well, not they're, anymore. <laughs> they're just, well, no, they're just realizing just now, like, oh, I haven't had a friend in 35 years. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Maybe that's me. 
Well, I have That's to how admit, you get out I, of it. I, I did say to him, I'll bet you nobody ever said this to you before. Maybe this yeah. is us saying it to a listener who needs to hear it. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's oh. that's why I do the show. That would be cool. That'd mm-hmm. be great. So mm-hmm. if we're speaking to you, hey, here's the good news. You can change your behavior. Yeah. You can change your thought process. You can this think about is, it differently. Think of us as the universe with a two by four. <laughs> and uh, not only do we have a two by four, but we're kind enough to not put the spike in it. Yeah. This time around. Yeah. We don't need this spike. <laughs> We're going to tap you on the shoulder this time, but next time we're going to slap you. Yeah. Well, (laughs) no, I don't need to slap people. That's not (laughs) Mentally, not physically. Hey, Jeffrey has a question. He says, hey, can we talk about ghosting? I don't understand this concept in relation to law of attraction because I've never ghosted anyone. And yet it happens all the time. Isn't it an LOA contradiction, he asks? Jeffrey knows how to get me every time. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey's like, Alex has been a little quiet. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's light a little fire. All right, Jeffrey. <laughs> so now what did, what did he say? He's, he's never ghosted or he's been ghosted or what did it, what was the, he, he says, I have never ghosted anyone. Well, that's a good thing. That is definitely a good thing. That that's, is, a, yes. that's a good personality trait to have. Right. And I feel like it's more of the millennial generation and, and below. That is that is doing it because I feel like there's no. Nah, it's just we didn't call it anything, but we've been doing it. Oh too. well. Oh okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> we we just right. didn't. Have, you guys came up with a term. That's what what, what the real difference. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's just put it this way. I've been haunted many a time, many a time. <laughs> and so ghosting is actually when you're talking to someone, friendship, relationship, whatever. However, and. My dating app just popped up and said someone wants to meet me, ironically. Anyways. No, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> I never ghost. I always explain why I'm leaving. Oh, good. Yes. That's good. It was like, you know, to, for the next one, for the next one, you know? Um, pay and yeah, I pay it forward. And plus, I wouldn't want it to happen to me, so I don't do it to other people. Mm. So, and that, that's key. That's key in life. That really is. Yeah. yeah. So ghosting is when you're talking to someone personally uh, in your life and whether it be a relationship or friendship, um, they just disappear. No call, no, no text message, no email, nothing, no reason. You, so you're just sitting here wondering, what did you do wrong to make this person disappear? And nine times out of ten, it wasn't you. It's just, it's this person. They're probably afraid of confrontation and just didn't know how to tell you that they didn't they didn't want to be in your life anymore. And mm. and usually, you're you're better off for it Absolutely. because they're not in your life because they were obviously going to cause some sort of drama or mm-hmm. they're just here for contrast and you're learning how to deal with ghosting in general. Good point. Good that's point. what I that's what I decided. I that's think you're right. Yeah. Well, well, I agree with your perception. I think your perception is right on that. In fact, you know, we end up on these these unnecessary tracks of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to get all worked up about the fact that that person didn't contact me or I'm going to get right. all worked up about the fact that I'm afraid of contacting that person. And then we set ourselves up for more and more and more of it. So you're absolutely right. I mean, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing that will drive us nuts. Yeah, I, I, it does drive I, you nuts. I, I, and I don't get ghosted because I'm not, well, not, actually, I think anybody's gotten ghosted outside of relationships. I mean, I'm, I'm in oh, a yeah. made relationship that's a very happy one, but you know, business relationships. Yep. It happen, yep. happens all the time. You know, that's, that's, that's what I say, any happens. type of relationship. Yep. That's right. And yet, I just don't care anymore. 
Right. I right. really don't care. And and so it doesn't happen very often. It's, in fact, when it happens, it's like, well, what was I focused on that attracted that? Because it's so rare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Me, on the other hand, I'm just like, I'm just like, all right, whatever, on to the next. But at this point, it's the math just doesn't add up for me as far as, and I am taking a break from dating because it's, it's become discouraging at this point. It's, it's, it, the numbers add up as long as I've been on these dating apps versus how many relationships have come from them versus how many people have catfished and or ghosted me. Mm-hmm. I'm a Libra. I like I like my scales even. So mm-hmm. it's it's the scales are way off, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. So I'm I'm quitting for a while, taking a break. That, that's a good thing to do, uh, mm-hmm. because what you're really saying, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to guilt or anything, but what you're really saying is I'm attracting this stuff. I don't know how I'm attracting it, and so I'm just going to walk away from this and, and get yeah, myself just back drop into, the whole thing, get yeah. back into a, you know a better aligned position before I try to do anything anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's smart. Mm-hmm. That's a really wise thing to do. Um, yeah. It got me a wife. So. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It worked really well. <laughs> I got out of my own way and poof, there she was. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it, interesting thing too. I, I've also turned it into a business strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, like lately I've been, uh, I guess searching is the best word, searching for uh, programmers to do some programming for the business. Right. And there have been cases where I could tell somebody wanted to ghost me, mm. but he didn't. Mm-hmm. Or, or they didn't, I should say. And inevitably, that person would come back with a quote that was so ridiculous that they weren't going to be in the running anyway. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting because it reinforces what you're saying. There, there was a good reason why they left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but I've been seeing that directly. I, I do want to um, give one editorial statement that will help me get something off my chest. Okay. Um, this is something that I see fairly frequently among uh, freelance programmers. Mm-hmm. And I see it most often from people who are from uh, India or the subcontinent or from Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. And it's a low-balling approach. Mm. In other words, You'll post a project, they'll come in with a low bid, mm-hmm. they'll talk to you, and then they'll jack their final estimate up way, way yep. up. Yep. And I've been calling people on that, saying, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do business with low ballers. Yeah. Uh, and I even tell me what say, it is. Even one person told me, well, this is negotiation. And I said, no, it's not. No, it's not. Negotiation is where you come in with one price, I come in with a different price, and then we try to figure out where in the middle we're going to meet, if at all. Right, right. But what you're doing is you're coming in with one price and then you're coming in with a much higher price later on. And the first price was to get my attention so you can come up with a second price. That's mm-hmm. dishonest. Yeah. That's exactly. dishonest behavior. So mm-hmm. if I run into somebody like that, that immediately disqualifies them. I don't care how good they are. I don't care even if I like their bid. Yeah. They're, they're disqualified because if I can't trust them to do the bidding process, honestly, how can I possibly trust them to do the programming well and to Hello. tell me honestly what's going on. And, you know, when, when they say that, well, I need one more day, they really mean just one more day, not five months. Right. You know? Or, mm-hmm. you know, this thing is giving me a little trouble. I'll have it fixed and they can't get it fixed. Mm-hmm. Or I have, I, here's the final, uh, the, I'm going to have the final package for you and you're going to love it. And when you get it, it doesn't even work properly. That's right. That's the thing you get from people who are low ballers. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is 
I guess I'm talking to programmers, but really I'm talking to anybody who is entrepreneurial, who engages in lowball practices in order to get customers to talk to. Mm-hmm. Do it. Because all you're doing is attracting. Think about what a lowballer is doing. The lowballer is saying, I'm going to come in under my normal price in order to get you to pay my regular price. It doesn't work. Yeah. All you get are people who are looking at low prices. Mm-hmm. What you really want are people who are going to pay high prices. They're not going to be interested in a lowball. No. Charge so people in, what you're worth. Charge, you, charge what you're worth. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And be honest up front about it. Yeah. Let, let the filtering process take care of itself that, by the fact that you put out an honest price. So there's my rant for the day. Now, boy, I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had two of mine, so I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, then this is, this is rant day, you know. <laughs> So uh, before we go, want to make sure that those who are not subscribers become subscribers. Very easy. Go to LOIToday.net. It'll wash you right through it. And I won't even give you the longer spiel. That's all you really need to do. Except <laughs> we do want you to also subscribe <laughs> on YouTube. So, you know, and, and I'll, I'll let you do that because I always screw up the YouTube. So Okay. So you go to YouTube and search LOA Today podcast videos and you hit the subscribe button. And next to the subscribe button, there's a little silver bell. Hit that bell and make sure you hit always so you always be notified when we're live. And it's just that simple. So thank you, Alex. And uh, hopefully next uh, Thursday or whenever it is, we'll have Joel joining us once again. And we can make once it. Once again. The, the the fabulous Thursday threesome. How's that? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you know, so good stuff. Anyway, thank you, Jeffrey, for as usual giving us the the wonderful feedback and input on the live stream. Thanks, Thanks Jeffrey. Podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>